Testing, testing, one, two. This is episode number two of Medley Legal. Thank you for joining me on New Year's Eve. We're uh, going to get the sponsors out of the way. Get down to these uh, topics that we have for today. We also have a special guest that I'll be introducing after the sponsors. So just bear with me. Today's uh, first sponsor is uh, Love Some Barbecue Pellets for Dogs. If you have a picky dog that only likes barbecue pellets, go ahead and buy him some Love Some. Get Love Some Barbecue Pellets for your picky dog. Our second sponsor is Red Handle Brooms. If you need anything cleaned up, make sure you get Red Handle Brooms. They come in a lot of sizes, multiple sizes, from large to small, but they don't have extra large. So if you're a big guy like me, you might be looking at other choices. Red Handle Brooms. Uh, so joining me today is a comedian extraordinaire, Brian Conti. You might know him from uh, improv groups such as Leave Me on the Floor and his most renowned improv group, Cases of Bullets. Brian? Oh, yep. Yep, that's uh, me, King of the Improvs. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. I told you that I was going to get a co-host soon, and episode two is pretty soon enough. So, uh, Bentley Legal, as you guys know from the first episode, is uh, a podcast, don't mind the fireworks, folks, that comes from the depths of my bed. And uh, we just, we hit the hard-hitting topics, the hard-hitting questions. And we're not going to be shy today. Let's just get down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, first topic on the table. Brian, um, how soft should soft serve be? Um, I like it pretty soft, quite honestly. Like almost like a Wendy's frosty consistency. Would you say that the Wendy's frosty is what soft serve should be? Yeah. Is that the pinnacle of soft serve, or do you think we can strive for the next step? Oh, I mean, I don't want to say anything's ever perfected. I, we should always strive for more. We should never settle. Okay. I think the history of this country has proven that you don't settle. You go to the moon. I like where your head's at. See, I think soft serve should be right underneath a frosty. Well, I mean, see, it's on. I think the Frosty should stand alone from soft serve. I think it should be its own 
its own label, its own person, if you will. I'll tell you what, though, I'm never upset with those, uh, like, soft serve machines that they have in restaurants where you serve yourself. Are you talking about the buffet ones? Yeah. Like, for example, Hometown? Yeah, any of those cookie-cutter fat people buffets. Um, why don't you elaborate on that? Because I've gone to a Chinese buffet where I'm the fattest person in the room and I've gone to a hometown buffet where I'm the skinniest person in the room. Well, that's because of the different, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just the nature of the beast. Different. I mean, hometown buffet. There's a lot of gravies, a lot of food that you top with fattened ingredients. Yeah. And they bring in a certain clientele, and there's kind of buffets which bring in those other clientele as well. But generally, the people there are generally more fit people in general, just because of where they're from and all that you know I would be remiss if I didn't say that if we had another host a third host by the name of Jason he would probably fit in a a fourth one oh definitely uh, be uh, uncomfortable yeah yeah I just I, I felt I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it That was very surprising. It was. But that's what we do here at Badly Legal. You know, we, we, we hit those hard-hitting questions, those questions that go underneath the rug. Have you ever... Pays attention to. Have you ever bought a softer from Dairy Queen? That's a good question. I have. That's the densest softer I've ever seen had in my life. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, have you ever gotten a large soft serve? Yeah, I have, yes. That's like 12 to... 12 to like 16 inches of dense vanilla ice cream. It's like eating ice cream pudding. Oh, it's, it's terrible. You know another thing about uh, Dairy Queen that I just can't, for whatever reason, get over? Mm. It, it gives me... The really, really bad squirts. Yeah, I mean, ice cream in general, if I eat a lot of it. Well, see, that's the thing, though. Thrifty's ice cream doesn't do that to me. Yeah. I have problems with ice cream in general. Are you lactose intolerant? Well, I don't know. All I know is when I eat 100 ice creams, I get diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a hundred ice creams is your is your limit, huh? <laughs> That's not a bad limit. <laughs> See, like halfway through my blizzard, my guts will just go like, 
And that's that's the warning. You know, sometimes they don't even do that. Sometimes I'm just running straight to the bathroom. I'll tell you what, though. I I like Dairy Queen's peanut parfait. Peanut parfait. Yeah. I would never in a million years think parfait Dairy Queen. I like it. How many times have you had this peanut butter parfait? I mean, I don't go to Dairy Queen a lot. So I mean, not a lot, but... Okay, well, no, my next question would be, when was the last time you went to Dairy Queen? I don't know, like a year ago, maybe more. In 2021, you went to Dairy Queen? I don't think I've gone to Dairy Queen in 2021. 2020, during the pandemic, during the uprise of this virus, you went to Dairy Queen? Yeah, but I went fully masked up, and, was, and we were outdoors most of the time. So, uh, I, jump off your high horse. I, I wasn't jumping on any high horse. I was going to con- commend you on your responsibility. No, I, I, mean, I don't want to mention any reason to do that. <laughs> yes, let's, let's keep uh, recent tablets out of the topic for today. <laughs> No, we're we're not. That's not a topic of discussion. Yeah, let's leave that for episode three, maybe even episode four. If if it comes up at all, if it even comes up, who knows? (laughs) We might just run out of time. Nobody Uh, really knows. I know we will if we go to Bed Bath and Beyond. (laughs) (laughs) Now. That's a good. That's a good segue to my next question. Do you think Bed Bath and Beyond would be more profitable in their maybe third or fourth quarter if they added a soft serve machine? I mean, it definitely give me in there more. Would you be so inclined to buy more candles if they had soft serve machines? I would be more inclined to be in the Bed Bath and Beyond. I no guarantee you not purchasing anything. Just in general, you wouldn't be purchasing anything from Bed Bath and Beyond. I mean, I'm so not strictly. I mean, I would be in there. I'd be in there for the software machine and it, maybe a candle or some sort of high high quality premium lotion caught my eye. Maybe I'd buy it, but I'm, I'm not. I'm going in there for the software. Nice. See, Miss, I think I would definitely be walking out of there with at least two candles, maybe a soft towel, you know. I'd be definitely walking out of there double fisting softer cone. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I don't know about double fisting myself. I'm a one fist kind of man. I like to have one hand open for emergencies. Well, I mean, if there's an emergency, jam the ice cream cone in the guy's face, and then the hands automatically free for slapping or whatever you want to do to him. Well, not so much a violent emergency, you know, or something that would erupt in me striking my fellow man. I was thinking more of like, you know, hey, I need to open a car door. Uh, hey, my shoes are tight. Uh-oh, I have a double fist stop, sir. Well, if, you, if your shoes untied, you need two hands to tie your shoes anyway. If you, 
Yeah. Yeah, I see I see your point. But I would attempt to tie my shoe And would you say opening a car door is really an emergency? It is if I'm getting soft serve and I left my baby inside to go and run and grab this soft serve well, and he wakes up without me in the car. At that point, sounds like you're a shitty parent. Let's not judge. Let's not point fingers here. I mean, assuming you're a kid in the car. Well, yeah, that's my kid. Last time I checked, this was a free country. All right, good job. So uh, we have uh, the next topic coming up that I believe is a fan favorite. Uh, this one comes from the depths of Moreno Valley. We have a longtime follower, longtime listener that wrote in and actually tweeted us at Badly Legal. And uh, his screen name is J Rogan909. He writes, Why doesn't more Mexican food have chili cheese poured over it? That's a good question, J Rogan909. Um, I like where your head's at. But I think maybe you just had a really delicious chili cheese tamale and it might be spinning out of control from that. That's just my opinion. I also don't think there's a lot of stuff that would be conducive to putting chili on it. Uh, I I think I'm in the same mind frame as you. Like, for example, if you were to order three carne asada tacos. Yeah, you don't put... No, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. How are you going to eat it? If you're a burrito, you don't slather it in chili cheese. You might slather it in red sauce and cheese or green sauce. I, I like myself a wet burrito just, just as much as my next American man. But if you put chili cheese on my wet burrito, I, I believe that's grounds for me to fight you. It's grounds for stone cold murder. That it's grounds for stone cold murder. You're right. Do you think the courts would justify this murder? If you were to walk in there and say, Your Highness, this man poured chili cheese over my wet burrito. Uh, They would definitely not support that. I mean, you would have the moral clarity that what you did was right, but the courts are going to have to punish you for murder. So, so you're ready to do time. I'm right. I mean, I'm more just saying it as for semantics. I mean, I would want to murder you, but I wouldn't want to get raped in jail. You, you do have a point that you are pretty rapey. This is just right, personally I'm speaking out of, out of my own eyes. If I were to see you cowering in the corner, freshly processed, I might think to myself, hey, 
Uh, this guy looks like a good pink fishing. Yep, look at this fresh fish. The next day, next day, I'm gonna give my cocktail fruit. I'm gonna give my 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 vitamins. I'm not. Mexican on malnourished in jail is getting raped all the time. Yeah. But it's not my fault. I'm one, I'm a one and done kind of guy. What? I'm a one and done kind of guy. For yeah. uh, rapes? For jail rapes? Yeah. Well, I mean, you really don't have the choice if they want to keep going for you. Well, it's, yeah, yeah, some people are barbaric that way. Me, myself, like I said, one and done. Uh, I don't like that much. That's just me, though. Kind of in my book, one's enough. Yeah, same here. Or one, not, not, not one's enough, but one's probably too much. Well, you can't really do half of one. Well, I, I'm, I'm, let's just say anything over zero is too much. So where do you stop so it doesn't go past zero? Well, that's why I don't actually kill somebody. I just say it like I mean I would, but I, I won't actually. So well, you just threaten them with a good time and then walk away? I'm not, I'm, I'm not teasing anybody with a good time. You just threaten them for a rapey time and then walk away? I didn't threaten a rapey time. I just said, if anybody would kill you, I'll rape you good. And then you just walk away. I'm looking right in his eyes. And yeah. I'm going to rape you. Well, I mean, if you think it's a good time, I'm, am I really raped at that point? Well, I mean, it's more of a label than jail, you know? Well, that's the thing. I don't want to go to jail and get raped. Well, or, that's the or, thing, though. Somebody poured chili cheese over your wet burrito. You're not going to jail over that? I mean, no. I, 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 I won't. You won't or you shan't? I shan't. You shan't or you shan't? I shan't. You shan't. Okay. Uh, me, I don't know, me just speaking out of, probably out of turn. Although I think it's my turn. I, I probably would go to jail. It might be a very, very delicious burrito. But you did it without my consent. You know what? Quite honestly, you know, thinking about it, I think a breakfast burrito with chili cheese on the top of it would be actually really, really good. Are you kidding me? Like maybe like a chorizo and egg burrito with chili cheese? Yeah. Get out of here! What kind of cheese do you put in there? Well, I'd probably put cheddar. Quite honestly. No chance for maybe mozzarella. Maybe a Jack cheese or Monterey. Spicy Jack. 
I think you wouldn't mind a pepper jack. Pepper jack would be good. A spicy pepper jack. <laughs> with pepper this jack. chorizo and <laughs> egg bread. <laughs> doused in chili cheese. Yeah. But do you really consider that Mexican food? I guess that's chorizo. It's a, it's a burrito. Okay, so here's here's a double-edged question. Let's say you order this chorizo burrito, and they douse it in chili cheese sauce without your consent. You bite into it, and something just tells you they're using soy riso. What do you do next? I demand my money back and I'll never be back to that establishment. You wouldn't go into a blind rage? Well, I mean, I'd be really upset about it. I mean, no, nobody gives me soy riso when I order chobi, so. It's a big difference, soy and the chobi. You different. I don't know fucking soy. Uh, me neither. But I think that's grounds for uh, maybe cutting off a hand, uh, feeding their big toe to them, maybe even an Indian bird. I don't know. Definitely something violent. You're right. So to answer Jay Rogan nine oh nine and his awesome question here, I'm gonna say the reason that more Mexican food doesn't have chili cheese poured over it is because you might have that person to a blind rage. And you might end up with an Indian bird. Unless, as we discussed, it's a breakfast burrito of chorizo, spicy pepper jack, eggs, doused in chili cheese. Yeah. Good job. Uh, we have one more topic of discussion here on the table, and then we're going to be ending this podcast and wishing everybody a happy new year. Uh, this last topic of discussion, I believe uh, Brian can introduce it better than I can. Uh, what was it? Um, I believe it was, uh, do you think the California Raisins and the Backstreet Boys can make a successful album? I mean, if this was early 2000s well I, we're, I, we're I talking we're talking both uh, groups in their heyday oh yeah definitely see here's the thing the California Raisins have more of that Al Green type of vibe if you will that you mix that in with the a touch of Backstreet Boys, I think it'll be a great album. But you're getting more California Raisins than Backstreet Boys. 
and reversed as well, you know. Backstreet Boys with just a touch of California Raisin. We're talking number one album in a matter of hours. But both combined, I, I don't see I don't see a happy medium. Well, there would definitely have to be a dominant force of the two. So let's say both groups in their heyday, they're working down in Electric Ladyland Studios in New York. Who do you think is taking charge? I think you have to push the vocals, the Backstreet Boys, but you have to see the down. Okay. I think that'd be the winning formula. You get the girls, the tweens, the MTV generation. The real world road rules challenge people. That would really drive the sales. And then you got the California Rangers just producing that classic sound that they have. So California Raisins produced with the vocals of the Backstreet Boys. I don't know. We're talking smooth sounds of the 70s mixed in with melodious boy band and a scotch of that bad boy tingle. The more I think about it, the more I think that I don't think it's possible. See, now you almost convinced me that it might be. I don't know. I'm kind of back and forth on it. That's why we're here, Brian. I got it. You know, I need, I think we need to get a petition started to get Danger Mouse to make the cut of it. You, you want Danger Mouse to produce a mixtape with the California Raisins and the Backstreet Boys? Like he did with the Grey album. With the Beatles and Jay-Z, he needs to do it with the California Raisins and the Backstreet Boys. Wow. Amazing. Let's see, there's a reason, I think, why God allowed you to stay up today and join this podcast. You know, your, 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 words, your words of wisdom just spread everywhere. Well, I always felt I was born and brought here on this earth to help humanity in some way. And you're doing it right now. I finally feel like I'm living for my purpose. You, you Do you feel you're fulfilling your purpose? Right now, I do. You do? Yeah. There's other times I sometimes I do. I'll tell you one thing. I'll I'll be number three to sign your petition. Who's number two? Well, I'll go under a fake name, but it'll still be me. <laughs> as long as somebody else signs on to this crazy plan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have many, many a moniker that I can sign under, you know, just so we can get this going. I just, need, I just need someone to sign off on this crazy plan, and then, then I'm in. Exactly right. But who do we send it to after we get our 500 signers? I don't know whoever represents Dicker Mouse. 
you think we just shoot it out in the air on Instagram? I mean, that's the world nowadays. I'm sure you have a Patreon or something where you talk to them about it. <laughs> we can subscribe to the Patreon. I got like $2 to subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, we'll do like, we'll do the cheapest tier and then we'll DM them about our California Raisin Inspection Boys idea and show them the 500 signatures and see if, if he's really about the people or not. So do, do you want to confront them that aggressively and just be like, hey, the people need this? Or do we approach it a little bit more humbly and just like, sir, we, we think your musician genius should bleed out in this project? Well, I mean, I, it's kind of a combination of it, too. I mean, the people need this, and you're the one with the talent and the, the passion to bring it out. Do you want a good cop, bad cop this? I want a good cop, sweet cop this. Do you want to be a street cop? I want to be the street cop with the heart of gold. I can see that. Do you bring in snacks while we're presenting this to them? I don't know if I what snacks you like. Let's say he likes like Pringles. I might have a Pringles, like a small travel Pringles can in my suit pocket. Yeah, but I mean, that's your lunch. Do you really want to give up your lunch for Danger Mouse? Yeah, if it gets the, the California backseat race album off the ground, then I'll give him anything you want. <laughs> the California backstreet raisin? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the, probably one of the greatest names I've ever heard for a band. I can't lose. <laughs> if, if Danger Mouse doesn't use it. <laughs> I'll get second dibs. He has first dibs. Well, as good cop, I think I think a humble approach should be good. As sweet cop, if you approach him a little bit aggressively after you hand him some Pringles, well, it's like a, it's like a spicy sweet. Like that sweet got a little bit of heat coming in behind it. Like um, sweet and sour chicken. No, more like, uh, like a, like a, like, like a, like tapatio with sugar in it. No, that's terrible. <laughs> like a del scorcho on frosted flakes. Uh, I got my headphones there. I'm just I'm just spitballing here. Well, I'm thinking like a. I don't know. I lost where I was going with it. <laughs> well, just to just to bring it back around. Yeah, it'd be great. That's I mean, that's my improv. <laughs> 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 your your comedic timing is bar bar none. I know so much about comedy. Because you you know so much about comedy. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing it, man. 
completely crushing it. Well, that brings us to the end of the topic. We just hit uh, three hard-hitting questions, three questions about life that nobody really asks. That no, that people are really are scared to ask. I got one bonus question for you. Go ahead, shoot it. We still got time. Who's your favorite Otani? Wow. Wow. Okay. I, I didn't see that coming. And I'm blindsided by it. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I feel a little bit taken aback. But I'll still answer your question. My favorite Akagi is one that resonates with myself. One that uh, has ginormous breasts and is just a degenerate gambler alcoholic. And that would be Lady Sonati. She did get ripped in half, yeah. In that situation, let's let's just say, in that situation, you were a renowned pervy ninja. You just happened to come across this Hakage split in half. You have three seconds to make a choice. Do you keep the top half or the bottom half? Well, top half is still technically alive. You might you might get some resistance there. No, well, that's not where I was going with it. <laughs> I mean, I, we're, we're just you know we're going with the flow here. You, you're a renowned perverted well, I mean, ninja. There is, a, I think, there is a limit to how pervy this ninja is. Well, that's the thing. I don't think so. I mean, you're already, you're already oh, yeah. making the decision of what path you want to choose. But you got to remember, too, that she just released all her chakras, so she's not looking like she used to. <laughs> <laughs> That's neither here nor there. You're already that, making a choice. That, that's here and there. <laughs> <laughs> Three seconds. Make a choice. I'm saying neither. I'm gonna to try to comfort her top half as she dies. You're gonna go the opposite way? Are we saying I'm Jiraiya? No, I'm not saying you're Jiraiya. I'm saying you're your own you're renowned a perverted ninja. You're just a pervert rape ninja just roaming the war? Like, well, I didn't I didn't put rape ninja in there. I just <laughs> I just said you're a perverted ninja just roaming the world. What you, ha- you happen you happen to be yeah. walking across this Kage cut in half. Just some rape ninja just in the middle of a, a giant world war and I'm gonna start raping the Konoha cannot the Hokage. I mean you're already renowned, so your priorities are fucked. Everybody knows you're not gonna do the right thing. Why am I renowned man? Why are they let me walk around as a rape ninja? <sighs> We're getting into semantics here. Here's the scenario. I told you I, I told you I would do it. There's no 
worst scenario if I'm a rape ninja just roaming the countryside looking for former for split and half of Chinese sex, okay? Here's a, here's a scenario, okay? The fact, that, the fact that I have to say this out loud shows <laughs> how far this country has fallen. Look, you, you are a renowned perverted ninja. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say you have taken the next step and gone into a rookie ninja. I, I, I told you what I would do, what I've done. And you're like, really? That's what you're gonna do? You're not gonna rape her? I didn't say. I didn't say that. That was your final I'm just curious because it's completely out of character for this renowned perverted ninja. Well, he might be perverted, but dude, now you're saying he's not a rapist, so he's not gonna rape her. He's not gonna rape her lower half. Right, right, but you have the you have a, the choice of taking one of the halves and going home to your bungalow and staying out of this war. No, I'm not. A, I'm not a. I'm not a fucking dead person, fucker. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't say that either. The both halves were clearly still alive in the anime. Well, I don't know how the bottom half is alive where it's not connected to the top half. Look, whatever magic she's doing, it obviously works. Well, she has drapes across there. That's the only way. <laughs> I mean, you take a couple slugs home. That's fine. What do you want me to say, Joel? I, I'm just I'm just bringing this in <laughs> <all> across you. <laughs> just, yeah, I told you what I was just to just to see where where you would go. I told you I covered her. She's like they're dying. It's one of those scenarios that people are scared to ask. You know, that's what we do here at Bedley Legal. We tackle these topics to make sure that other people know it's okay to talk about these things. It's a, it's okay if you're a perverted ninja out there in the world. Working a rape. Uh... Your choices are your choices. You're, you're going to get judged and probably killed for doing so, but it's okay to talk about it. Well, I guess we're just in two different camps. Well, I, I never said where, where I would go. I was just asking. I, 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 I'm thinking you're leaning towards raping the poor lady. I'm leaning more towards helping the poor lady. Well, what, I mean, Rochamaro's on his way with that redheaded bitch. <laughs> yeah. If he, catches, if, he catches, if he catches you helping with air quotes, helping the Okage, he's going to kill you. I'm doing my part to help this Okage. I mean, how are you helping her? By putting her back together, a Humpty Dumpty move, you know? How? How? Are you, like, fucking her back together? No, no, I'm not taking off any of my pants. Uh, I'm I'm grabbing her by the breast and dragging her to her lower half. I I am a perverted ninja, you know? Somehow I don't believe you. Well... You're just going to have to see me in action. <laughs> once we come across the scenario. Once, once this war starts, I'll be sure to be uh, going live when this happens. Yeah, catch me on Facebook live. 
Yeah, I'll be on Facebook Live, folks. So I might even go on Instagram Live. It depends on how, how many bars I have. Also, now it takes class for a few meetings. Yeah. This is true. Well, folks, that brings us to the end of uh, Bedly Legal Podcast Episode 2. I want to give a big thanks to my co-host, Brian Conti, renowned comedian, renowned improvisational comedian. As we saw. As we said, and as we saw and heard. I'm just uh, really sad that you won't, guys won't be getting the video until you join my Patreon. And if you want to support Bedly Legal, please make sure to cash app me. Anything helps. Their funds will be going to alcohol and weed. More than likely microphones eventually. Maybe some new bed sheets as well. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, it is New Year's Eve, as we said. I think we got 30 more minutes before it's 2022 in California. From the bottom of my heart, I say Happy New Year. If you are doing absolutely nothing but talking to your best friends as I am, I wish you luck, you loser. And I hope 2022 will be better for you. Brian, do you have any departing words? No. There you have it, folks. Huh? There you have it, folks. Departing words from Brian are nope. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Adios.